When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McLean. Movie talk, movie talk. Some people see movies. We used to see movies in theaters, but nah, we don't as often as we used to. Second verse, Donna. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like being put on the spot. All right. Now, here's something to think about. We talked about this last week. Uh, There were all of these excess tickets, like the the tickets that you get at Chuck E. Cheese. They had containers, shipping containers full of these tickets that they make for all the games, skee-ball, basketball, etc., at Chuck E. Cheese locations. Chuck E. Cheese has filed for bankruptcy. They haven't been operating like normally over the last six months. So they had, I think, I don't know, 20 shipping containers filled with Chuck E. Cheese tickets, game tickets, mm-hmm. that they, Chuck E. Cheese was asking their suppliers, please destroy these because the not, excuse me, the $7 billion in Chuck E. Cheese tickets Damn. were worth nine million dollars worth of prizes so it's real money it's like currency it only it's currency that only works on the island that is cheese where chuck lives <laughs> right but still it's like we need you guys to destroy that so that jim doesn't come in off the street we have no right to refuse him and he's just like hey i've got seventy-five thousand tickets here and i would like the best all the top shelf stuff blah 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 so that's what's happening in the world of chuck e cheese in the world of movie theaters turns out movie theater popcorn sales have obviously tanked, which has prompted American popcorn farmers to find new markets. Now, this is a story in the Washington Post. Several things that I did not know. For instance, I thought that you could pop any corn kernel and it would turn into popcorn. I think a lot of us thought that. Well. I think I saw something on like CBS Sunday morning or something. Not the case. There is specific corn that you can grow as a farmer that will pop. Ain't that interesting? Yeah, what kind? It's got to have, like, and this is why the the farmers who make this popcorn are having a problem because they don't have machinery for microwave retail packaging. Microwave popcorn, by the way, through the roof. But those who farm popcorn specifically to sell to theater chains are having trouble because they're, like, how do we pivot this? The popcorn um, that they have has, like, a dimple in it. The, the corn that they have has a dimple in it, which allows it to pop into what we wow, know and love. I had never knew this. Isn't this crazy? There's so many different kinds of corn, though, isn't there? Because there's that, it, there is are. it called Indian corn that's got 
all different colors that people just really use to display. Mm, They're not eating. Then there's corn that's used for feed. Especially at the state fair, you see it in that uh, that one hall with all the corn. I just came back from the corn palace. There's a crop art? Crop art. Yeah, Yeah, it's in the crop art building. The one hall with all the corn. (laughs) I'm like, look at all them corns. Here's what they say about popcorn. Popcorn, one of the oldest types of corn. Who knew? Found in Mayan temple ruins is harvested at the end of September, September, once the kernels are dry on the stalks. And it's different from sweet corn that we humans eat or from field corn. It's generally called dent corn because of that little dimple that I mentioned that forms at the crown of each kernel when it ripens. Uh, it, it's just, it's very bizarre. There's something called butterfly popcorn with big, fluffy, like big flakes that mostly goes to movie theaters. Oh! There's a mushroom variety that makes a really round kernel, they say perfect for caramel corn. There oh. is a miracle mushroom variety prized by kettle corn producers and a kind of butterfly corn that is better suited to being tumbled in a cheesy coating. Oh. So now these popcorn farmers Bless are trying to figure out what do we do now? Oh What's going God. on here? You know, and it's this trickle-down thing that people yeah. don't realize how... One thing is affecting another, is no. affecting another. It's just so sad. Yeah. yeah. Ah. That's exactly right. What can we do to help them? I don't think much. Well, we could buy it in the store. I mean, <sighs> I we want to popcorn with an air fryer. At well, home. no, is that the no, same they're thing? doing fine. But the, the, the microwavable popcorn folks, Orville Redenbacher, doing great. No, a lot this of people isn't are microwave. Popcorn. It's in a jar, is, and we put it in an air fryer. Is that the same? No, but or even not an that, air fryer or the, you're still helping big yeah. corn. All right, I need you to think about the little corn farmers okay, out there. Okay, little corns. There's a different corn. The, the farmers who make this corn are different from the Orville Redenbachers, the generic microwave popcorn, even the stuff that you get there at yeah. home. Okay. This is just. They have one customer. Their customer is, let's say, AMC or Cinemark. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, we don't need it anymore. Oh, God. Let me read you awful. this sentence. I'm going to read you this sentence, and I think it's going to irritate Dawn. Blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Let's cut to the end. As no. families have sheltered in place, drawing sucker from Netflixing and a fat mixing bowl of butter dappled kernels. <gasps> oh, dappled? I didn't even know it was butter a verb. Dappled. Butter dappled kernels. First of all, drawing sucker, S-U-C-C-O-R. Does anyone know what that word means? Is that like comfort? Would you sucker me? S-U-C-C-O-R. <laughs> S-U-C-C-O-R. They're drawing sucker, assistance and support in times of hardship and distress. Okay, so they're drawing sucker. Wow, that's a brand new word. Sucker. Oh, Sucker from butter dappled kernels. Ah. I don't like kernels. I don't like that word. <laughs> really? Dappled. I think that's a good word. Dappled. Marked with spots or rounded patches. We have to get that uh, on our system. Uh, <laughs> Dry heaves. <laughs> Sound effect. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is right. That's my last one. That's so, awesome. Something I ate. All right. Dawn, um, you're getting lots of responses on Twitter, by the way. About I your, am. 
Yeah. That poor guy. That poor guy. Is Steve this about Grout? Peterson 7. Oh. He's getting Steve them Peters. all as well. Maybe I should delete oh. that tweet. Oh. No, 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 no. This could I be a bridge. I said sorry to him. 11, 11. I'm like, sorry. I wish to meet Steve Peterson someday. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe he'll start following us. Um, my friend Bobby says use oven cleaner. Oh, on great your crowd. What's Bobby's last name? Bobby Jensen. Oh, that's a name drop. <laughs> He's my buddy boo. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta okay. do a bonus beat. Can we do a bonus beat? Sure, let's do it. Okay, uh, I think now I'll be curious what you know and what you don't know. They put out this list of just some like behind the scenes tidbits, facts about how some really big songs were written. Don has been in the music biz for a while. She's already in the know on some. I, I felt like they were all new to me. I know. You wanted to talk about it and go, really? I feel like they're a little stale. But you forget that you've been spinning records, you know, since the Nickelodeons. Many people don't have the same knowledge base that you have. <laughs> You're the smartest among us. We are the pupils. You are the teacher. Did what I butter you up enough? Buttered apple. Oh, full circle. Back. It's Donna and Steve. It's my talk. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show right here on my talk 1071 everything entertainment Donna Valentine Steve Patterson producer Dawn and we've got an extra beat for you just that much bop baduba dop badubop baduba dop badubop baduba dop badu yeah, yeah. Well, those are the if you really want to sing along with that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. Steve. You got it, bro. Bonus tip. That was actually all I had. <laughs> okay. Hey, there's this interesting list. Very interesting. Very fresh. Not stale. You're gonna love it, Donna. So, Donna, since you already know some of these, because you're just a music know-it-all, I get it. No, it's not true. It's just that, you know, it's been in interviews and... People don't remember stuff. Remember, we're all disgusting and we're all idiots. That's right. We are pretty disgusting. Let me um, start with this. Okay. This one will wet your whistle, okay? Because okay. you're hot for Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Look at him. He's a little too young. <laughs> I was going to say, this would sound creepy matter. if I, you know, if it was reversed, if it was guy to girl, it would be like, whoa, dude, chill out, man. Yeah, people pretty much accept older men dating younger women. Look at yeah. Hollywood. Hey. Yeah. What, what's your beat? Harry Styles <laughs> wrote Falling. Everybody knows that song, Falling? In just 20 minutes while wearing just a shower towel with a songwriter named Thomas Hull. I he feel said, like he quote, planted that. Oh, you think what? so? Just to get the girls all, you know. Shower towel? Oh, What color was it? Was it white? You let your papa color just be an accent? What color was it? <laughs> he said, as I came out of the shower, he was playing. I went and stood next to him at the piano, oh. just in a towel. And we just wrote the whole thing. Okay. So you think that that's a fake story, Donna? I feel like he's hamming it up for mm. his female fans. Okay. I was stalked naked Fan when he was up? playing the piano. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you're coming across like a creepy old guy. All right. <laughs> Stevie Nicks. You, have you guys heard of Stevie Nicks? Yes. She wrote Landslide, 
about her difficult breakup with Lindsay Buckingham in 1974, just before they joined Fleetwood Mac. I didn't know this. Did you know this, Donna? I guess, well, I knew that they dated. I thought they dated while in the band. I Maybe it was on again, so off again. I didn't again. know all of this. No, I didn't. Yeah, so just before they joined Fleetwood Mac um, is when they wrote Landslide. It's when she wrote Landslide about the breakup. And she said, quote, fear never helps relationships. And when you're scared about where your next money is coming from, it's really nerve-wracking. I guess I didn't even realize the song was that old, but I suppose I did because she redid it. And I like the original version better than what she... I I feel like she re-released it in the 80s. No. I think so. Zert, right? Uh, No, I'm just saying words. Hey, man, anything... Are you talking about the Smashing Pumpkins version? Or, no, well, no. There's a Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, I know there's yeah, a Dixie the Chicks. One that most of us know, right? Smashing Pumpkins. No, landslide, right? Never. 1994. Wow. Boy, this is a difficult song to play on the guitar. Think of all the. Right. I really do want you to learn that song. Okay. This song. Yeah, yeah. Play song. Yeah, right now. No, no, it's better if you just <laughs> on right now. I demand it. It's easier if you strum. You know, hmm. because then you don't have to like. I thought you wanted to learn folk picking. Folk picking, we're calling <laughs> you know, it now. Folk guitar picking, the little picking. You know, picking. I, I kind of do. <laughs> this about John Lennon. So John Lennon was in the Beatles. Yeah. Okay, and we'll be back. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I don't speak down to anyone. You know, maybe someone doesn't know that. Oh, jeez. Okay, right. When Lennon really divorced his... to sauce up this uh, segment. segment here, isn't he? He's trying to add his personality into it and make it more interesting. Okay. So, so Johnny Lennon, Lindsay <laughs> Gitta Beatles, huh? He divorced his first wife in the late 60s. Cynthia. Paul McCartney wrote Hey Jude for John's son, Julian, mm-hmm. to make him feel better. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm me like mm-hmm. everybody knows this. I'm I don't waiting like those for, I'm waiting for the... It was initially, hey, Jules, <laughs> but he changed it to, hey, Jude, because, hey, Jules, was too much of a mouthful to sing. Hmm. Remember the scene in Yesterday where Ed Sheeran's character is like, uh, it should be Hey Dude. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, no, it's Hey Jude. And he's like, no, Hey Dude. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense today. It makes sense. Oh, man. What a journey. Now, this is a bit, sort of an idiot. So Dolly Parton, who... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Country music singer wrote this song, jo- Jolene, and has a thing called Dolly World. Wait, does she? Doesn't matter. She used her acrylic nails mm-hmm. as a sound effect while recording 9 to 5. She said they make noise, and it's kind of sounded like a typewriter to me. And I played it on the actual record. It says "Nails by Dolly" on the album. Oh, that's cute. Here's a clip. That is a good typewriter sound. Yeah, she's on. She just did an interview recently, and I don't know again with my CBS Sunday Morning where she did that live. Oh, she did. While singing. She's adorbs. Oh, oh man. Her. Is it time to go? Oh, no. I had more stuff. I was just oh, about to Oh, Steve, you're just getting started. Well, well it's time for con- confessions. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> 651-641-1071, if you would like to participate on the air. Uh, what's the last thing that you genuinely apologized for? Give us a call. You can go to Facebook. Go to Twitter. We get into the confessional next. It is just about 11.30. It happens to be Tuesday, so let's just do it. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. On my talk, 107.1. So Ellen made her big apology yesterday when her show returned to the airwaves. So we thought, well, what a timely way to ask the question. When is the last time you genuinely apologized? What were the circumstances? Mm. Steve, I'm still still waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, in my situation, if you have children, you're provided ample opportunities to apologize. Because at some point, you speak to them in a not-so-nice way. You get frustrated. You get snappy with them. You raise your voice yeah. with them, and then you realize, boy, you know what? I wasn't demonstrating self-control in the same way that I'm teaching my children to demonstrate self-control. So, I don't know. I've had a couple of moments in the last couple of weeks where I've had to go back to a little one in my life and say, hey, Dad shouldn't have spoken like that, and that was wrong, and I need you to forgive me. I'm sorry. So you get a good well it's not it's not sweet i mean it's what leads up to it is not sweet but it's i'm trying to stay in the practice of being quick to apologize when i've been genuinely wrong with my kids because you know they a lot of life is caught not taught and so maybe if you're modeling that behavior there's an added benefit there to them of hmm, yeah saying like oh okay for it doesn't sure. have to be a big deal, apologizing. Right, right. You uh, set that example. 651-641-1071. Um, I think I apologized to one of my siblings. So It wasn't, but, <laughs> you know, it was almost like, I'm sorry that life is too short to just get caught up in petty things. Mm, so That's true. I ex- I uh, would like you to please accept my apology. How'd she do? 
It wasn't a she. Thank you. Did Drew accept your apology yep. or not? All right. Yeah, good. yeah. It was fine. That's it was good. fine. I don't even remember what it was about. It's so stupid. You know how you just, some people, you just get on each other's nerves so much. Mm, yeah. And sometimes I feel like I'm being purposely poked. Yeah. You know? From a sibling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, and it's you like, know. you're just picking, you're just looking to pick a fight. I don't know what your deal is. So I will just gently back away. Back away. Listen, some, think of all the arguments too, or, or like the mini fallings out that are rooted in one's desire to be right, as opposed to living harmoniously. Like often that like, no, 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 you should be right. You should correct that. You should stand up for yourself in that regard. And there are times when that is really a good thing to do. And there are other times when it's like you can just forgive the person in your head without them even knowing it yes. and move on toward harmony as opposed to being right at what cost, you know, or thinking you're being right because yes. often it's just coming from your own perspective on exactly. the situation. So Dawn, right. Dawn you're honest getting... to goodness, you're being pretty oh damn quiet over there. Lift through the cracks. Oh, sorry. I sorry. do not. I apologize to my mom because I don't answer her texts. Mm. <laughs> like they're so long. Mm. And and they don't have any punctuation. And so oh, yeah. there's no. so much to take in. It's not that I don't like it, but it's kind of rude because uh, it's like so much. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have time to answer that right now. And then I'll go days and I'm like, oh. And then when oh. I think of something I want to text her, I realize I didn't answer the last one. So oh. I'm constantly saying, oh, yeah. I didn't text you back about that. Mm. So then she just kind of, um, she had asked me what I wanted for my birthday um, and <gasps> when is your birthday? Oh, it's not for a very long time. Dawn, are you lying? <laughs> <gasps> Steve, she's lying. What is it? it it's what does it matter? It's it fine. matters to us. Why? Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Anyway, so I said sorry to my mom about not answering the text. Mm, Look yeah. at her. Why is she looking at me like this? I, Steve? I don't fully understand her all the time. <laughs> and sometimes I, I just try to mirror emotions. I don't want to have like, missed an opportunity to wish you a very beautiful, happy day. Oh, that's nice. We missed her birthday. I'm hey, sure. happy birthday, Don. Dawn, the happiest me, of birthdays. Oh my gosh, I don't care about my birthday. I, I do. would Well, no. for the record, I'm not offering this belated. I am just kind of checking some boxes for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. And with that, I offer you an early happy birthday for the upcoming birthday that you celebrate. I wasn't here for Donna's birthday, so mm-hmm. I you know. Like... Can we, how about this? Mm-hmm. How about we all just we make just a don't commitment. do birthdays? Let's yeah, do let's birthdays. not do it. Okay. Let's just it's the great. three of us be adults. When each of us turns a new decade, then you can send mm, it. That's a great idea. It's just hard to keep up with. I'm already buying Christmas presents, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just don't know what to do. I know. There's so many. So many. How about this? Laura said, uh, this is our confessional. What's the last thing you genuinely apologize for? This is very honest of Laura. She said, complaining about the food that my husband made on the grill. I felt terrible. Oh, I get it. He was no. probably out there flipping burgers, thinking he was bringing in a feast. And then she popped his balloon and said, your food sucks. Mm. Oh, it's not done. And then she apologized to him. That's, That's really good. good. Tracy said, just now, I apologize to my 19-year-old daughter for responding last night to her phone call for the car insurance card with, are you bleeping kidding me? Oh. Without the edit. Ew. Oh, boy. It feels good to apologize because you almost feel like you're... you're Relieving yourself of something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or forgiveness feels that way, too. 
Mm-hmm. Because you're just lifting that burden. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Steve. It's true, man. Oh, what do they say? What do they say about uh, the, the 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 unforgiveness? It's like oh, uh, it's like so swallowing poison. Expecting the other person to die. Yeah, actually, just kills you. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's the truth, man. Yeah. It's the truth. How many times will you keep saying yeah? If I just keep saying it's the truth. Um, just enough until it drives Dawn bonkers. Oh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> She's loving oh. it. Oh, what a journey. It's interesting, guys. It's the first day of fall. And uh, we need to take pause. It has your have your tree started falling? I mean, the leaves started falling. Mine, the colors are changing, and yes. the leaves are already falling. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking, what is it? September twenty second, probably like the end of the first week of October is when we'll hit maybe peak leaves around here. Maybe we would make it to the middle of October. But the bummer is, the more beautiful the leaves get, one stiff wind, and it's winter. Yeah, I know. You're oh. right. I know. I've never been wrong. I know. I'm looking up to see when Dawn's birthday is. Oh, for how God. are you well, looking how it would up? You know that. Just looking you up look at what the is Social Security Administration. Don't worry about it. I don't even know how old Dawn is. I don't even know how to celebrate her Perfect. appropriately. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. I was looking at this list. There's a list of Are you young? Or old for your job because they have the median age of people who work in your field. What? Yes. Steve, you're going to have to leave early, but I think we should um, look uh, into some I of this. I want to talk I, about I that. I do know that I was young for this profession. Is that right? Yes. Yep. I think Dawn is spot on. Oh, nice. I think. How hmm. about you? Hey. I'm uh, a little ripe. <laughs> Come on! I felt I'm like, on the casino tour. You I, know that. That's how Me I and felt Gloria whenever Oyster I was cult. working uh, at the old station. I was at. I was like, "Oh no, I'm getting too old for this, and they're going to kick me out." Mm-hmm. And I was, I was 34. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, "Wow, I'm oh, just." Yeah. Oh no, I was 36, and I'm like, "Oh, now I'm out of the demo. I'm out of the demographic." But you're mm. not. I know. I am just about at. On the edge of the demo. Isn't that sad? We should be able to work as long as, you know, like, with an as ageist long as we're industry. Relevant. Right. Yeah. It's so ageist. It really is. It is. And misogynist. But not here. Not here. Not no. here. For real. We're not just saying that. This is a very exceptional um, broadcast goes. company. It really is. No, it is. In a m- number of ways. Steve? Steve, what would you like to say about that? I agree. You know, I just sat through a uh, a meeting last week where our general manager on the television side of the building mm-hmm. gives a state of the state. And I as I was listening to it, I thought and I need and I was I was like, I need to send him a note just to to say this, because often what we say amongst ourselves never actually makes it to the person it's intended for. But I thought, you know, this is really nice that they take the time to paint a picture of the state of the broadcasting industry, the state of our team, what's going on in our building, at other Hubbard properties, just so that you have like a good understanding as to here's where things are, here's what we see upcoming. Um, it's just, and then they take any question that you want to put out there. Now I put a question in, you know, and you have hundreds of people that are watching this conference live, mm-hmm. and they're like, you can submit a question. And so then our our general manager Rob, he's reading through questions and answering questions, and they're on the Twin Cities live set. So then I said, hey guys, to the TCL team, I'm going to submit a question right now. And since he was on the Twin Cities Live set at the host chat table, in my chair no less, I said, I'm going to send him a note that says, hey, 
do you want to guest co-host with me when Elizabeth is on maternity? And so he's going through all these questions, question, question, and then he's answering them all. And then he said, oh, I got to a question. Yeah, I'm just going to ignore this one <laughs> from Steve Patterson. Oh. And, then he went on, and then he went on to read it, but it didn't go over with the comedic effect that I thought I had penned it with, but I uh, live and learn. Yeah. yeah, sometimes when things are written down, they don't look the same. You ain't lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't feel the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve, you learned that lesson for sure. Yeah, me too. Uh, what, Dada? Are you coming into the studio today? I'll be in the studio at probably about 2.15 or 2.30. I am going to drop something on your television desk for you. No, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know he had a desk. I, d- I don't know that he does, actually. I'm just going to walk over there. Oh. Uh, I was going to bake him some baked goods. Uh, yes. Uh, this yeah. feels great. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I like baked goods. <laughs> Oh yeah, you want, to, but you don't eat baked goods. You don't eat bad pick. stuff. Yeah, you know, pick. don't waste your baking on her. <gasps> Respectfully. Okay. I gotta go. All right, I gotta I go love too. Love you guys. Uh-oh, All right, bye. I'm left by myself. Bye, All Don. Right. Wrap up no, the show I'll for stay. us, would you? No, Don. I'll stay. You'll stay. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about guys. this business stuff when we come right back on my talk 107.1. Bye, Steve. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who had to leave a little bit early. Producer Don McLean hanging out. Okay, I'm trying to do this. Are you over the hill in your job? Oh, God, how scary. So I put my age. It says, how old are you? What is your job? And then it keeps telling me missing required field occupation. No matter what I put in there, it doesn't accept it. I put in uh, broadcast announcer, radio disc jockeys. Okay, are you old? It keeps telling me I'm missing information. I think it's a way of telling me that I'm old. Oh, God. <laughs> so no matter what you put in there, it doesn't accept it? No. What? It won't accept. Maybe it won't accept my age. Oh, here we go. I'm over the hill. Are you? 84% of workers in my field are younger than I am. <sighs> While it might be downhill from here, don't be too bummed. After all, with age comes wisdom. You might have a more gr- you might have more gray hairs than your colleagues, but you've learned a few tricks in your time, and it shows. Well, that doesn't make me That's, feel better. Right? Exactly. It doesn't. Uh, jobs with the oldest workers. Um, Walmart greeter. <laughs> it's not even on the list. Okay. Isn't that funny. Postal service clerks. They're forty nine and a half. Okay. Tool and die makers. Forty nine point seven. Chief executives and legislatures are uh, legislators are forty eight ish. Bus drivers forty eight ish. Wow, they're considering this old. And then the young workers are like dancers and choreographers. Ooh, there was a little salt with he <laughs> said that. Oh, dancers and choreographers. No, I was saying it with enthusiasm. Yeah. Military. So did you put this in our show link so people can do it too? Or what is it? Is yes, it a website? I'm going to. It's a website. Okay. It's zippia.com. Okay. Um, I will for sure link this up for everybody. Link it up. Link it up, yeah. Donna, we discussed this morning with B. Arthur um, what Project Down and Dirty could be. Oh, this let's year. talk about this. Because tomorrow at 7 a.m. on the Jason and Alexis show, she'll be coming on with someone, we don't know who, <sighs> two phone calls. Um, so we'll be talking to whoever our charity is 
tomorrow at 7 a.m. and revealing what we're doing. Do you guys have any ideas? So she gave us a couple of hints. Okay. One of them is... Let's talk through this. uh, It has historical significance. Oh, no. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? It could be so many things. And then she said that that, um, Jason and Bradley will love it. We'll all love it, but they'll love it the most, and Kenny might be love it most of all. Are we going to have to do Civil War reenactments? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I hope so. I In our you would love it. In our homes. I have a cousin. I think, I think oh my it's gosh. my cousin, Michelle, who are a whole family would dress no, up. And they live in California, and they do Civil War reenactments. I don't know if she still does it, but they would send us during Christmas time a photo of them. That was their picture, and their Christmas card was them in Civil War. God bless them. Oh, boy. Yeah. Or what's the expression? Bless their heart. Bless their heart. I mean, somebody's got to do it, right? Do they? <laughs> or can't we just leave that in the past? Okay, historical significance. Let's th- think about this because, um, like, the Renaissance Festival okay. is not happening the way we know it, right? Right. Is it happening at all? I think there might be some kind of drive through experience. Okay. So I wonder if it has something to do with that. Yeah. The Renaissance era. That's a or is there some building here in town that has there's lots a lot of the old James buildings. J, uh, the James J Hill House right which is beautiful but we're all doing this at home this is a is it, it it's virtual I'm assuming I don't know because how that works. we aren't leaving our homes so what are we doing reenacting the Civil War through Zoom this is a good question. Does anyone have any ideas? Call us, 651-641-1071. And Bradley and Jason will love it. And then she said Kenny would love it, too. So I'm so like, So it's well, a dude thing. It's got to be. I mean. And guys love history. Do they? And Kenny looks like he's from the Civil War. Correct. So he'll be doing the reenactment <laughs> <laughs> on RVF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, Dawn, I don't, what can we do from our homes? Like, we're all going to have to have broadcast yeah. equipment. It's going to have to be some homes. performance. I think, you know, in order to, it will, it'll probably be a large scale Zoom event. Like a reading, maybe, like they did with Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Maybe yes. it's something like that. I, I think it's going to have something to do with a, a big Zoom meeting. Like, listeners can pay to log on to the zoom and that's how we're going to get money for charity or we'll be doing it on facebook live our mm. performance via zoom yes and then they'll be able to donate yes there. yeah should we take this line yep all right that's our biggest fan right there <laughs> never forgets to call once a day um gosh i really want to think about this i know we gotta it's just it's going to be, that's what it's got to be. And you know what? Was we don't have many choices. Even scarier is that they had something else planned and oh, they are putting that on the back burner until hopefully next year. They had something else that has to be. Um, give us, give us time, time to look for another job. Um, you know, I, I was racking my brain because I was listening to you guys on the way in mm-hmm. and you made a reference to last year. Somebody on the show did. And I'm like, I don't even remember what we did last year. And I was like, hurting my head trying to remember and then it was at MCAD. MCAD. I that was fun. That. that was so fun. That was really fun. Yeah. I w- was not entirely impressed with our work, but oh, 
but it was very fun and it drew um, at least some attention to the arts. art and design. Yeah, min- yes, and all the various organizations that do okay, wonderful things. This person won't Okay, it up. might be ooh again. Ooh. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Julie. Hi, Hi Julie. Julie. Do you have any ideas Hi. what we might be doing for Project Down and Dirty? Yes, this is Donna. Don, I mean Donna. Yeah, it's Donna both and of Dawn. us. I have a qu- I have an idea. Okay, I think it might be Murphy's Landing that's there in Shakopee. They kind of do reenactment of things, <laughs> and so then if you're doing it from home, you might be back from the 1850s or something, oh. and other eras. And then also Valley Fair is down there, but I'm thinking it's Murphy's Landing. Oh. Really? What, yeah. My, are you just my think- daughter? Did, I'm sorry. My daughter did a field trip way back when she was in sixth grade, and I was a chaperone. And I was new to the area, and I was mm-hmm. just fascinated with this whole thing. So I was watching. I was observing what the people enacted with with cooking and cleaning. <clears throat> excuse me, and their lifestyle there at Murphy's Landing. Is Murphy's so Landing thinking, but part of like Fort Snelling? No, no. Murphy's Landing is in Shakopee. Oh, Shakopee, one hundred one. Okay. And I can't give you any more information because I'm. Well, I'm from Illinois, but I lived here 22 years, but I only went there one time on a field trip as a chaperone. And they're like, come on. My daughter, Megan, was like, Mom, come on, come on. we got to go on to the next thing. But they have more historical interactions of, of what life was like in 1860 oh, okay. or 1870. And oh. I think that would be kind of cool. You could do that from your from our kitchen, we'll be churning home. butter. Yeah. Oh, my butter. God, I would Making love it. Milking cows and cooking with, you know, hot irons and, and a fireplace and all that. Sure. Burning. And then Alexis will be, uh, got one oh, of those looms, you know, she'll be <laughs> peddling to make something. Yes. Well, yes. thanks. And I'm, I'm the Julie that won yesterday for your pop culture at 1030. And I yeah. said, on. they got to change. And I'm for you. I live in Chaska. Steve's my neighbor, my buddy. Yeah. But I want you, the female, to win because it's girl power, man. That's right. Thank you, Julie. So, so change the way that you don't have to jump in at the end with tell the name of the movie. You know, I, change it because you always freeze down. And that's okay. She doesn't like the tiebreaker. I think the tiebreaker should only work for me. Okay, <laughs> or not the tiebreaker, uh, like the the help from the partner. Oh, I see. I don't okay. think she. I don't think Steve should be allowed. I think to I should have a helper. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. I don't know. Somehow we got to make it a little more fair for both of you. All right, Julie. Thank you so right. much. We You're appreciate welcome. you. Bye. 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 Every day. Bye. Oh, thank you. We love you for it. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for calling. Don't forget tomorrow morning. 7 a.m. Yes, Project Down and Dirty big announcement the this year. Big reveal. I'm excited. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll find out together tomorrow. Then we'll see you back here at 9. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. But yeah, listen anyway. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.